Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Collective, and today we are talking about friendship heartbreak. Um, but before we do that, let's just kind of do a catch up on like what our week was. So currently, my cousin is right behind the screen light <laughs> and uh, watching me, so this is like even even a little more interesting. Um, so shout out Tori. Um, okay. Um, finals are over, praise God. And I did all, did really well. I'm still graduating with honors. Praise Jesus. Um, and then I'm trying to think, I don't know. I hope your week's going great. Um, but let's dive into the, the hard stuff. Um, so last week we talked about relationships. Um, and the week before that we talked about family and how to deal with heartbreak. Um, so this one kind of ties in um, a lot of the straggling outliers that we were kind of talking about. And, and I'm going to do a recap video on all of this, but today as we go into friendship heartbreak, I think this kind of can be the worst pain because family, you don't get to choose relationships. It's like a romantic feeling, but your friends are supposed to be there for you no matter what. They're your chosen family, right? So when someone betrays you like that, you often either shove it under the rug or you pretend you're okay when you're not, or you're super bitter and angry and it starts a lot of drama, um, or you cut them off and you don't get healing that you need. So there's, there's a lot of ways that we struggle in that area or vice versa. You're being the toxic friend. You're the one that's causing all of the strife and you know, crossing all the boundaries in your friends. So today we're going to talk about how to get closure. I not the word closure, how to get healing from a friend heartbreak when there's no apology or when there is, and you don't know how to reconcile in a healthy way. So I guess let's start out with reconciling in a healthy way. Cause this one's much easier than tackling one where you don't get any sort of reconciliation. Um, if your friend hurts you, let me just give you like quite a few examples um, without naming anyone. So I've been hurt a lot um, with friends in this area just because I was young and mature and I, and I, I was a really angry teenager. So my friend choice selection probably wasn't the best. I mean, hurting people hurt people. So I'm sure these people were going through a lot too. So I'm not like saying they're bad people because I was, I was hanging out with them doing the same stuff. So I think that, um, a lot of the times though, when you get wrapped up in the wrong people, which I did, um, a lot of bad things happen. Um, I was not addicted to drugs, but I did party drugs. I did, um, all different types of just stuff I shouldn't have been doing. And with that comes friends that aren't always morally strong. Um, and so, I had friends steal from me. I had friends that, you know, talked really bad about me. They would, you know, say things behind my back, in front of my face, get really messed up and just do really stupid stuff, like hit my boyfriends up or whatever. And um, looking at it now in a sober mindset or a more mature mindset, I realized that these people clearly needed a hug from their parents or something and you know clearly we're not okay um but 
you know, I think when you're hurting, you want everything to be okay. You want everything to, um, be all right. So when these people would do this to me, I would just kind of say, okay, I accept your apology. And then we would just kind of move on. And in my heart, of course I wouldn't be okay, but you know, I would just, I would just take the hit because I didn't want to mess anything up. And when I say mess anything up, I mean, I didn't want my friends to go away or I didn't want anything to be taken away from me because I felt so unstable everywhere else. So when those friends would hurt me and they would apologize, you know, I would just sweep it under the rug, just another unhealthy way to deal with it. Um, now that I'm in a more healthy situation in my life and I'm way more stable and all those things, um, I have gotten a lot of healthy reconciliation with these people. Um, and that doesn't mean that we're best friends anymore. That doesn't mean that I have them in my life currently. That doesn't mean that I still don't have them blocked, but that means that I have fully forgiven them in a way where I can walk forward and not have that jaded piece of myself still bleeding basically and with no trust. So if you have a friend that has hurt you and they're not in a healthy situation, let's say you're going to have to work on forgiving them. And if you want to forgive them and not reconcile, that's something that you're going to have to just give to God, write letters. I've written letters to people and never sent them so often um, which we talked about last week a lot. So that's something you can do. Um, and then just slowly start working on like seeing like they're not in a healthy spot, like as messed up as it was, like I have to work on letting that go cause it's affecting my life. So if it starts to affect your life with this bitterness, when's it going to stop, you know? So with that, I think the most important thing you can do is just remember that this is about you, not them when they don't want to apologize or they're not healthy or whatever that is. If you want to reconcile and be friends um, and they apologize, I think the best is to really set up some boundaries. And I mean, like, you don't have to trust them right away. They don't they don't get a say in how you choose to forgive them. Um, And I think a lot of the times we don't want to hurt people or inconvenience people or make them feel like if I don't if I don't forgive them the way they would like me to, or I don't cater to them, then they're going to leave. And, and that's not okay for you to be there. I think the most important thing you need to keep in mind when you're forgiving someone that you want to still remain friends with is I'm not going to cater to a person that has hurt me in a way that is asking for forgiveness. I'm not saying be ridiculous. I'm not saying come up with all these crazy things they have to do to win you over. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about preventative care. Make sure that never happens again. Make sure that they understand what they did was wrong because what they did, which I don't know, I'm just speaking in general, when they crossed you like that, when they hurt you like that, when they violated you like that, they forfeited their right to your friendship and the terms that you walk on for a while, like a long time. So when you are, when you, for, when you t- consider or not consider, when you forgive them, letting them back in your life is going to be a slow process. You're not always going to immediately feel mushy gushy and like love them and want to hang out with them all the time. And you, the best way I could say this is just 
communicate that. I've had a, my one of my best friends in the entire world. We had one of the worst situations that possibly could have ever happened. Basically, she chose this guy over me. She was living with me at the time. I was trying to help her like and I will say we're, we're good now. But I just remember like the I mean, the police got involved. It was just insane. Like the insanity of it all was was intense. And I'll just never forget looking at her when she made this decision. And I remember saying it's never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. And she didn't care at the time. She did not care. Um, she would rather have been with this person. Um, obviously, as you can see how as unhealthy that situation already sounded, it didn't last. And she wanted to completely make amends. And it was never the same again. It still isn't. Um, there's a lot of things that we can't talk about because it bothers me. Um, we're slowly getting back to completely normal, but I mean, yeah, I told her it's never going to be the same because I know in that situation, I'm like, would she ever do it again? I don't know. I don't know. And that's the thing. She says she won't, but how will I ever know? And you're probably feeling that way too. It's like, okay, but if the opportunity presented itself again, would you do it? I don't know. And you're not wrong for feeling that way. You are not wrong. That's so normal. That's, there should be no guilt in that. They shouldn't make you feel bad for not trusting them right away for them. And I understand you, you know, when people say stuff, you should, you know, try and believe them or believe that. I mean, yeah, like in that moment, they may genuinely be saying that, but if that person's struggle was with something specific, there's a really, really good chance they're going to do it again. So, but sometimes there's not like sometimes there's a really good chance they're not going to do it again. And that's like where we find ourselves right in that middle ground of wanting to trust them, not wanting to trust them. So me and this person um, ultimately kind of hashed it out. You know, I laid down everything. She asked for forgiveness for all of it. She understood my terms of friendship was that we weren't going to talk about X, Y, Z, LMNOP. <laughs> but no, we it was hard and it still is sometimes when, even when I start thinking about it, just telling y'all, I start getting like heated again in my head because, um, this guy that she left me for, like stole a bunch of my stuff. Like she just turned into this different person. Like it wasn't her. And you know, I'll never understand why she did that to me. I know some of you guys are probably trying to wrap your head around why someone hurt you that way. Um, or like, why would you even do that? How could you not even see this, this and that? Um, so that's my advice for people that want that friend to stay in their life. Set up a bunch of boundaries and communicate and don't cater to them. Uh, I, I, I didn't for her at all. I was like, I want to be friends with you, but we're going to have to start not over, but you're going to have to completely understand that I'm in a place with no trust for you in certain areas. So again, me and this person are really good right now, but I just give you an example of like, it, it was that bad and we came that far, but it really takes two, right. To get into, to get to that relationship. Um, moving on, what happens when you don't get any reconciliation at all that person doesn't care about you you invested all this time into that person and you were like best friends or really good friends or 
whatever and they just dip or they hurt you and then they leave and you get nothing they don't care they're not looking for an apology you're just hurt you feel like you've lost time you feel betrayed embarrassed humiliated what what then how do you get healing from that well that's a lot more difficult um there's not a lot i can say that's going to make you feel better right now if you're going through that I will say it's possible. I will tell you that it does happen uh, over a lot of time and healing and maybe even therapy if it was that unhealthy. Um, But I had a friend that y'all are going to think I'm just like a crazy person when I tell you all these stories. So uh, I was like four or five years ago, my friend lived with me, a different friend. We were in student living. So we were right on the university and she what she basically used my mom as a co-signer she basically like didn't pay her bills she didn't do like what she said she was gonna do but she was my best friend forever she like lived with me in high school because of family problems for a little bit like I loved her like my actual sister like this girl and I were the like closest people ever. And it was just never in a million years that I think we wouldn't be best friends. Like I was going to be the godmother of her baby. She was going to be the godmother of my baby. Like she was going to share a position of like maid of honor with my sister. Like I just, I loved her so much. And, um, she started hanging out with the wrong people. She didn't get accepted that year for some reason. Uh, like, something messed up and she couldn't afford tuition. So she had a lot of free time and started hanging out with really bad people because her self-esteem was low because of, uh, you know, reasons that I'm not going to like share. I mean, just, it was just like hurtful stuff, you know, like, I mean, when you have family issues and you have all that, like you're really hurt and you look for men. Like we talked about in our last episode of you're jaded and you want that affirmation. So she started hanging out with people that were really bad that, um, were doing drugs that were partying and all that and I didn't really partake in any of that I will say I went to like a few parties but nothing like nothing like um like that and she got addicted to heroin and uh it was really 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 depressing for me um not only that I mean that's hard in itself having one of your best friends become, you know, a heroin addict. But also another thing is that she basically like not ruined my mom's credit because she has good credit, but she got evicted and that went on my mom's record. She went to rehab. She basically told me that we were no longer friends because I told her mom that she was on drugs. Like I was so nervous for her. Um, she stole a bunch of my stuff, moved away, moved out. Like, she just became an addict and it's like, you're not the same person when you're an addict and anyhow, no reconciliation at all. Um, she, and she's now, I, I, I literally don't know where she is at all. We don't have each other on anything. Um, and I had to kind of like mourn her death because I know that she's, I know she's still alive and I know that she's been in and out of, know jail rehab I'm not really sure um but I know that there's no way I would 
allow that person back into my life again at all under any circumstance unless I can't even think of an unless because there's just been so much, but there is definitely room for forgiveness in that situation. And I did. So I basically grieved her death with my other best friend. We were all like the three amigos and, um, I don't know. I had to grieve her. I had to grieve her as a person. I had to grieve her, um, all of our memories. And I decided, you know, I was in therapy for other reasons too, but my therapist was like, okay, well you have a decision. You can choose to remember all the good times you have and just like grieve or you can ruin all those memories that you had and continue to be upset with her. And I was like, Obviously, the first one sounds like a much better option. So I decided and I had to make a conscious decision to do that. I had to grieve her and our friendship and our time. And it was really hard. (laughs) And choose to look back on the memories that were good and hold those and not say like, we're not friends anymore. So none of those were good memories because that's not true. And I'd be lying to anyone if I said that we weren't best friends at that time in my life. So, yeah, when you don't get reconciliation, when you don't have anyone that cares to come back into your life that you've, you feel so backstabbed from that doesn't care about your feelings anymore, I recommend looking at if there are any good times, look at those and grieve them as if they're gone and write letters to them and put them in a sock drawer or burn them. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. However you feel is natural for you to grieve. I personally just kept one little medallion of hers. She got me this like car scent thing that's like an alien. And it says we out here. And I just, I look, I have it in my car right now. And, um, sorry, I'm going to cough. Um, I have it in my car and I hold it as if like, she doesn't exist anymore and that's like the good time that we had and so yeah if you don't get reconciliation the only thing I can say is you have to move on you can't live in that it's not going to help you and you're not a bad person for someone backstabbing you and running away and leaving like clearly in that situation like I had done nothing to her and, and she may like as an addict, of course, she probably thinks me telling on her or me doing all that could have, you know, like she hates me or whatever. I re- I don't know how she feels about me. I don't talk to her anymore at all, but she doesn't care to be in contact with me. I don't want to be in contact with her. So I think, I mean, it's just what it is. It's like a cutoff. Like it just literally went from like best friends, not. Um, and so we just immediately, it was like a drop off. And, you know, as soon as I found out she was doing heroin, I let her mom know. And then everything went away, like within like two days, as opposed to like years and years and years and years of friendship. So I know that's like an extreme for a lot of you listening. I know that probably you're like, oh, that's... (laughs) I don't deal with anything like that. And that's really good. First of all, (laughs) if you like don't deal with stuff like that, good for you. I love that. Um, But that's just an example, an extreme example of someone that you don't get reconciliation with and you don't get that moment of, okay, we're walking away now, but we still care about each other. Like we were talking about earlier, how 
if you don't want if you don't want to accept their apology and you choose not or if you want to accept their apology and you choose not to stay friends at least you get that moment of I forgive you and they get that moment of you forgive them and then you walk away and this they don't care and that's more hurtful that's a deep pain that I can't tell you is going to go away soon. I mean, it took me like two years and sometimes I'll randomly cry about it. So, well, not, not as much anymore. It's been about five years, five, five years since that happened. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, so not as much anymore, but it took me a few years. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you or give you false hope that you'll get over it in three months. Maybe you will, maybe you're that person and that's great. So yeah, I think that's all I really have to say is that you're just going to have to choose to remember the good and you're just going to have to choose to grieve that friendship for what it is. And you have to let go for the sake of your heart and yourself and your peace of mind and your mental state. So that's that. Um, I know this is a shorter podcast, but I just want to go over everything we kind of talked about and then um, we'll just leave it at that. So we talked about uh, friends that we get, uh, they ask for forgiveness and we either accept it or don't. Um, Best tip for the whole, they ask for forgiveness and you don't want to remain friends, you know, accept their apology, let them know that you do forgive them you know, that's a good peace of mind for them. Explain why and then go your separate ways. A lot of the times some things are non-repairable. If you choose to stay friends with that person and they ask for forgiveness, do not cater to them for your heart and the sake of yourself and the sake of making things quote better. So don't do that. That's something that we are not going to heal from that way. So definitely the most communication as possible, highly recommend, and also set up as many boundaries as you feel needed. Um, if they think you're being ridiculous, then I mean, just tell them why you feel like this boundary is needed, so on and so forth. And finally, the most hurtful one is when you feel betrayed that we just went on and talked about. I want to encourage you to just grieve the good times and then remember that maybe the person there right now now is not the same person you're friends with but just so grieve that relationship and you have to choose every single day to let it go because if you don't it's ultimately going to hurt you and keep you back and hold you back and that's not what you want for yourself because if this person doesn't even have you in the top front back middle of their head why should you be giving it all of your time I will say you're going to have to grieve it and grieve takes a lot of time sometimes, sometimes a month, sometimes two months, sometimes a year, however that looks for you. But you have to grieve it and then you have to close that chapter in your life and just be happy for what it was. And so that's my top recommendations for that. Um, I think that's it today. I really just wanted to go over those three main points of heartbreak with friends. Um, if you have any questions, you can follow us on Instagram at beyond the collective and slide into the DMS. We also have an email at info. I'm sorry, at team at beyond the collective.com. And then you can subscribe on YouTube, um, at beyond the collective, or we also are on Spotify, Apple, Google play, blah, 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 blah. 
So until I see you next Wednesday, I love you and stay salty.